Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Plenty of content coming over the next 24 hours. We just finished recording Bloke in a Bar. It was a huge episode, so a heap of origin chart, round 14 chart, bit of news in there as well. So plenty to come on that podcast and on the Rugby League Guru Podcast where we'll break it up into all the separate segments like we do for you every week. Uh, but I thought I'd do a quick little news update. There's been a bit happening, especially today whilst I've been in studio. So I thought I would go through some of the news stories from Clarkie's Rugby League cl- column if you're not following him on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, make sure you are all the news in one spot. And some other news from around the league today. Now, there are reports that our boy, Ronald Volkman, he's going to get a debut for the New Zealand Warriors this week at 5'8", reportedly, to partner SJ. I really like this move. I've been saying this for a couple of weeks to you guys, that I think this is a move the New Zealand Warriors need to make. Unfortunately... Uh, for Volkman, this game will be against the Penrith Panthers. So it will be a very, very tough initiation. Uh, I believe it is up there at Redcliffe, so that helps the situation. But uh, against Penrith, making your debut, very, very tough. But you would have to assume uh, that Volkman has earned the opportunity to probably play here for the next couple of weeks. So he will be their 5'8", partnering yesterday when they return to New Zealand. Uh, and I think he's the perfect sort of guy. I think he's very suited to the New Zealand Warriors brand of footy. Very exciting, electrifying sort of guy. So congratulations to Ronald. Uh, hopefully his NRL career can kick off with a bang with a huge upset victory this weekend, but we'll see how we go. I've held him in my draft team for a number of weeks, so very, very excited to see him given an opportunity, and this could be a real downgrade option uh, for a number of people in Supercoach comps. He's only available at halfback, so it might make it a little bit tricky, but depending on how you want to work out your team and everything, it could make it uh, a little bit easier to find an avenue to bring in Ryan Pappenhausen over the next few weeks. Uh, so there's that one, that's a big news story. Other stories from around the league from Clarkie's rugby league column, Hamole Olakowatu. The manly back row is reportedly set to turn down interest from New South Wales Blues and wants to represent Tonga. So he's decided that he's going to represent Tonga. We're still waiting for an official word on that, but it looks very, very likely. And as much as I would love him to be able to play for New South Wales, and I think he's the sort of guy we could really do with, I do like the move for Olakowatu. I think it's great for the international game, great for Tonga. 
Tonga. And I think that Olakowatu is probably more so needed by Tonga than he is by the New South Wales Blues, despite us probably being pretty desperate for him. Uh, I think this is a better move for Tonga than for New South Wales. So, what well done Kawatu. He's turned down a lot of money there as well, obviously. I think it's like 30 grand a game to represent New South Wales. So, for a series... You know, you could be looking at 100K there. If he was to play game two and game three, that's 60K he's turned down to play for Tonga in one game, which I, I would imagine he will get minimal, minimal money out of. So congratulations to Olakawatu for making that decision. I think it's a very brave one, and I hope a lot of guys follow his lead. Daniel Tupu, uh, this is going to be a bit polarizing here, but Brad Fittler has revealed the Tongan winger has turned down the chance to play for them in their test against New Zealand, pledging his allegiance to the Blues for the whole Origin Series. He wants to play for Tonga in the Rugby League World Cup still. I actually respect Tupu for this as much as I would rather see guys play for Tonga than for the New South Wales Blues when they can. Tupu, he did play in game one, and I know there was an opportunity for him to opt out of game two and then to play for Tonga in there and then hopefully get back into the Blues. I think if you start a series with a team, you have to finish it with them unless they choose to drop you. So I like this decision by Daniel Tupu, and I love that he's going to play for Tonga at the end of the year at the Rugby League World Cup. That's going to be unreal. He will be a guy that could have potentially played for the Kangaroos, has played for the Kangaroos before, would have been right up there in the selection process, but he's chose to play for Tonga in that. I think what Tupu's done here. He's done it the right way. He's been picked for origin. He was never going to turn that jersey down, obviously, but he could have walked out for game two to represent Tonga. I love the way he's handled himself here, Daniel Tupu, as I've just loved the way he's handled himself in general for the last 10 years and throughout his entire career. Great to see. Speaking of the New South Wales Blues and who we'd love to see come in and whatnot, Latrell Mitchell is a name that I was very, very keen to see in Game 2. He obviously went over to San Fran a couple of weeks ago uh, to do his rehab and everything. He's come back fit and firing. He walked back into the country and, of course, he got COVID straight away, so he missed last week's game. The Rabbitohs, it looks like they're going to rest him this week as well. They only have, I believe they only have one training session this week. The Bunnies on Monday so that would have been yesterday uh, and they're having a pretty relaxed week. They've got a captain's run on Wednesday and then they're playing on Thursday against the Dragons. So I believe they're going to rest Latrell Mitchell from this one which would mean that in order for Latrell to come in and play Origin he pretty much uh, wouldn't have a game. He wouldn't have a game under his belt. The Blues team gets announced on Sunday night so you would have to assume that Latrell Mitchell will not be named in that Origin side. He'd be coming in with no match fitness whatsoever. I think Matty, the water boy, was saying today on Bloke in a Bar that if Latrell was to play, it would mean that since the Joey Manu incident last year, he's played five games of football. So a huge ask, but there's no doubt about it whatsoever, and I'm still sort of considering it that Latrell Mitchell is the sort of guy that you could bring into the New South Wales Blues team and he could have an impact straight away in game two and turn the tide there. But it's a big, big ask to bring Latrell Mitchell in with minimal match ex- match fitness and coming off COVID. We, if you've had it yourself, I'm still sort of suffering from having it a few weeks ago, to be honest with you. It's still rattling me a little bit. And we know with a lot of athletes, There is a bit of a hangover from it as well. So Latrell not playing first grade rugby league or not much of it this year, a hamstring injury, going through the rehab, going overseas, COVID. Fuck, it's a lot to lead up to an origin game. If he was to come in and brain it though, I don't think any of us would be overly shocked realistically. But a big ask there, I would have to assume that Latrell Mitchell does not play in game two as it stands right now. RTS. Now, unfortunately... He left our game last year, went over to New Zealand Rugby Union. Uh, I'm trying to remember who he signed with. I think it was the Blues that he signed with. I have not watched 
hardly any of him. I've watched a couple of highlights here and there of him over there playing Union. Apparently, he's doing very well. And today, we saw that he's been announced in the All Blacks squad. So, congratulations to Roger. I think they play Ireland a little bit later in the year. So, fingers crossed, RTS gets to don um, the All Blacks jersey there. What an incredible achievement and an incredible journey for Roger. I mentioned on Bloke in a Bar this morning, but I remember 10, 12 years ago, 11 years ago, maybe. I think it was 2011. I was 2011 or 2012 around that mark. I was down at Queens Park in Sydney playing touch footy with mates in a comp and the game behind us, there was a kid absolutely carving up, dancing, jumping, stepping all over the place and someone said, oh, that's the kid that the Roosters have signed to bring over here, Roger Tuavasa Sheck. And I remember hearing the name and going, fuck, that's a real Hollywood name, isn't it? Roger Tuavasa Sheck. Uh, and of course, he was doing incredible things on the field, but you just looked at him and thought, ah, oh, He's too skinny, he's too small, he's really quick, he's agile, but those guys, they don't make it in rugby league. This guy, what he's gone on to do in his career has been unbelievable. Strong as an ox, Roger Tulvasa-Shek. He showed that throughout his entire NRL career. I think he is the greatest... Warrior, sorry, the greatest New Zealand league player we've seen after Stacey Jones. So outside of Stacey, I would probably have Roger as the best. And you could probably put up an argument that you could have Roger on top of Stacey. Obviously, a Dallium medal winner at the New Zealand Warriors 2018, I think it was. Won a comp with the Roosters in 2013. Was unbelievable. He's done it all, Roger. Uh, for him to then go to Union and achieve what he's achieved, a sensational effort. If he does get an All Blacks jersey, unbelievable. I'll pose a question to you guys and let me know on Instagram what your thoughts are. Is it harder to make the All Blacks team or is it harder to make the Kangaroos team? Really tough one there. I probably think it's harder to make the All Blacks team, to be honest with you. Uh, but I'm very interested to hear what you guys think, especially from uh, rugby union fans. And I know there'll be a few out there that listen to this that can give me a good insight into it. Justin Olam, he has signed, re-signed. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. with the Melbourne Storm until the end of 2026. And what a get this is for the Melbourne Storm. So many superstars down there, but this guy, he has just been so important to this team for so long, Justin O'Lamb. He's a guy that you get star quality center play out of him without having to pay the money for star quality center play. A sensational get, a great re-signing. I had no idea, but Kempi was saying today on Bloke in a Bar that He's got a degree in physics. Apparently, he's a fucking genius, Justin Olam. He just he doesn't let it on at all. He's very low-key, won't talk about himself, just keeps to himself. Uh, a champion center, ferocious as all hell, sort of sums up who he is. Last year, they forgot to name him in the Dally M, you know, the top five Dally M centers of the year. I think he went on to win the fucking thing or come second or something. So, just shows how underrated this guy is. Even at the Dally M Awards, they kind of forgot about him. But the people that won't forget about him are down there 
there in purple. He's re-signed for, I think, four years. You do not see the Melbourne Storm re-sign that many guys for this long. Never really happened to the big three at any point. So congratulations to Justin Olam. It really shows what the Melbourne Storm think of him and how they feel about him. He'll be there in purple, potentially for the rest of his career if he keeps going the way he is. So congratulations to Olam. Jackson Hastings, he's a guy that you're going to hear a lot about over the next few months. On Clarkie's Rugby League column, this one comes from the Sydney Morning Herald. It says, the Knights are reportedly set to offer the Tigers halfback contract from 2024 onwards. They can begin neg- negotiations from November 1st this year. We've mentioned it to you on the podcast a couple of times. Hastings, Brooks, Adam Dewey all come off contract November 1st. They can have conversations with other teams for season 2024. Um, the Newcastle Knights, they will be one of many teams that will be reaching out to Jackson Hastings management, the AU boys over there. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people very, very keen on his signature heading into the future, potentially even next year. I wouldn't be surprised if something happens that he leaves the Tigers early. We know he's a Michael Maguire guy. That's all gone to shit. He's gone now. I personally can't see Jacko being at the Tigers uh, for season 2024. He could even be gone next year, realistically. We will see how it plays out, but... So many teams need halfbacks. Right now, I think it's the best time ever to be a halfback, especially to be Jacko, who's come back from England. He's done well over there. He's done well with the Tigers. He's shown what he can do. We've just seen Chad Townsend go to North Queensland. We've just seen Adam Reynolds go to go to the Brisbane Broncos, and we've seen the impact of halfbacks at different clubs. We've seen other clubs that have lost halfbacks, like the Newcastle Knights, and they've sort of gone to shit a little bit, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, a lot of these teams. So right now, the halfback market is hot, and I think that – Jackson Hastings, he's going to get a big bag of money over the next couple of years. And personally, I think he deserves it. I think the Knights would be a good landing spot. I think the Dolphins would be a really good landing spot for him. I think the Bulldogs, they could be another landing spot for him. I think there's a number of teams in this competition that could really do with bringing a Jackson Hastings into their system because I think he could turn a lot of teams from bottom of the ladder, sort of, you know, bottom eight or so into a finals team very, very quickly. And the Newcastle Knights, they're a classic example of that. Guys, the vast majority of this news came from Clarkie's Rugby League column. Make sure you go check him out. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever the hell you can find him. Clarkie will be there putting all the news out each and every day for you guys. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 